Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. Larry has got really bad constipation, but I really shouldn't give him any more shit. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast, starring Dags and Johnny Rage. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is a powerful American pop culture podcast, and with me, as always, across the powerful oaken desk is our hostess with the mostest, Johnny Rage. Where's my tea? Somebody told me there'd be tea here. I want my tea. Where's my tea? No tea here for this? Pro- What's going on here? No tea? Do you know what I was referencing? Mr. T. No. Didn't you watch uh, uh, Ryan Seacrest, uh, his ball drop? I mean, excuse me. I didn't mean it like that. But Did they actually? His balls did his drop? His balls drop. Ryan Seacrest. It was great. We watched the big balls drop, Ryan Seacrest. But didn't you see Mariah Carey in the middle of her, when she was done with the song? So uh, they, they told me there'd be tea up here. Um, um, where's my tea? I, uh, <laughs> what the? What the? I, at first, I'm like, is this part of a shtick or what? She's a diva. Did you see this or not? No. Oh, okay. You knew what? Would you? Did you know I was talking about? Yes, okay. I did. Where's my tea? I mean, if if Mariah Carey, who's not half the man that I am, right, can have tea, I deserve tea as well. That's the way I. You have it. a delicious cherry coke in front of you. I do rather have the, but I, I, I just, what do you make of that? Mariah Carey year two, of course, we know what happened last year with the big snafu, um, her horrendous lip sync debacle. They were debating whether or not they'd even bring her back. They do. She finishes one of her songs and she's looking for tea. What was she going to do in the middle of her song? Just start drinking tea. It was pretty bizarre. I thought it was, I thought it was bizarre. Well, that's what you get when you go live. Tea. Come on. Yes. That's part of being live is tea delicious beverages well we're live right now and maybe you need a tea bag across your forehead <laughs> <laughs> hello friends it's uh, been a couple weeks we've uh taken the holidays off yeah we took off arbor day and mm-hmm. boxing day mm-hmm. and now we're back johnny rage did you have a wonderful new year and a happy christmas i really did um it felt like the eternal Saturday, though, when you go through those two weeks from uh, Christmas Eve through New Year's Day. And every day it's like, well, it's Saturday today. No, it's Tuesday, Johnny Rage. I'm like, oh, that's right. It is. It's Tuesday. And then the next day, well, it is Saturday. It's Wednesday. What are you talking about? Doesn't it feel like every day is like Saturday? It's, it's just you kind of lose track of time between those two. Every day is Halloween. Every day is Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. That's a reference to the Halloween movie. Wasn't that the song? No. Wasn't it? No. Okay. Eight more days till Halloween, Silver Shamrock. Couple of items. Uh, I just want to promote what we're going to talk about. Um, 2017 had some good movies. 2017 
had some bad movies. And I'm going to bring the top 10 for both. The top 10 best of 2017 at the theater. And also the top 10 worst movies at the theater. And a little Trump. You know what facts is short for, right? The facts of life. They take the good, you take the bad, and then you've had that the facts of life. What's it short for? No. Facsimile. Uh, new. Oh. No, no. How many How many of the gals, that's what they say up here in Minnesota. Oh, yeah, the gals. How many of the gals from the facts of life can you name right now? Oh, boy. You know me with my... Blair Warner. That's one. Are we going real names or, or No, the characters. Or either Tootie? or. Wasn't there Tootie? Tootie. Mrs. Lane. Mrs. Lane. Oh my I'm God. just throwing things out there. Sonny, Bono. Can you remember any of them? Well, I remember Tootie. Yes. Is that good? That's yeah. one. Uh, Blair Warner. Blair Witch Project. Blair Project. Warner. Blair Warner. Um, the, the one that was the dark-haired gal, kind of the the Brooklyn gal who thought she was tough. No, I don't remember any. You, you're just, why are you doing this to me? It's torturous. No, I'm helping you. Who is it? Give, I'm helping it you. Lay it on me. Who are they? I don't know. Mrs. Garrett. That's all you need to know. Mrs. Garrett. Yes. Was that a spinoff of another movie, or was there a spinoff of that? Sitcom? Yes. What was one the of the most powerful? Charles TV in shows? Charge. Was that Charles oh, in Charge? God, isn't that the best show ever? Bad, but no, nothing better. His friend was Buddy Lembeck. Mm-hmm. Powerful friend. Mm-hmm. You know what they don't have enough of? No. Manservants and dogs in sitcoms anymore. Oh, I know. There was a run on manservants, wasn't there? Remember, uh, Mr. Belvedere. Uh, there was, um, the one, uh, back in the day with Buffy and Joey, Mr. French, Mr. French he scared the shit forget? out of me though. <laughs> that guy was evil. So, was he? Why? Well, he, first of all, he was Satan on, uh, on, uh, the Twilight Zone episode. So Ooh. that freaked me out. Yeah. Yeah. That would do it. Who, and there's also, uh, uh, the, 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 the black dude who was the servant for the governor. Benson. Benson. Da, 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 da. No, that's soap. I was going to roll with the, uh, soap theme music. Um, and then how did Benson like become part of the cabinet? Do you remember in the later episodes, he's like the butler, get in here. We've got a catastrophe. And all of a sudden it's kind of like, uh, um, I always used, I always used to get a kick out of the love boat. Anytime there was a catastrophe, the captain would assemble a purser, a bartender and a doctor <laughs> to get him out of what was going to happen. Go fa. <laughs> Go fa. <laughs> it's like, come on, you got to have some like real people. This isn't who tells you, gives you advice, is it? So, yes, Mrs. Garrett was the housekeeper on Facts of Life. Oh, that's what it was. What you talking about, Dags? What you talking about, Will- Willis? You know, I enjoyed a new video game. Okay. Please tell us. There's uh, the PC gamers, uh, they're the hardcore gamers, and... I wish I had more time or money to build a powerful PC. So I just do the console gaming, the Xbox. And the new hot game is Players Unknown Battlegrounds. So what it is, you have 100 people go on an aircraft, C-130. 100 people get on there with parachutes. They parachute off into this island. No one else is there. And you scavenge for weapons and you kill each other. Oh, my goodness. Until the last person standing. It sounds like Survivor. It is. Wow. And it's cool because what happens is you're on this island, there's cars, motorcycles. What year is it supposed to be? I don't know. Is, I haven't, is it I, future? I haven't delved that much into it. Okay. It, it looks like modern time, but it, it could be some alternative universe. Okay. Alternate universe. But you're on there and you're on this island and you can pick things up, weapons. It's really cool. Wow. But you have this blue force field that slowly shrinks in and it'll 
kill you if you don't get in there. So what it does is it takes so people can't camp out in buildings. Oh, it, sounds, it sounds like the Hunger Games exactly. Same, yeah. Same so it, it pushes you into yeah. one circle. That's, remember that's what they did in the Hunger Games. If they were, if there was nobody being killed, they would end. They would bring in. Uh, wild boars or they bring in something to draw people out same same yep. exact premise yeah it's that's been done a lot in different movies but and it's cool and there's zones like red zone where if you're just hanging out in there they'll just start lobbing bombs artillery in there is this better than uh my favorite my only game battlefield it's Feel a completely like- different game is that well think about it well i mean you're, you're still killing people right yeah but that's that's based on on warfare like actual World War One. I. I understand World War that, II. but anytime it's you against another person, that's warfare. That's war. No, I know, but it's a whole different premise that you all parachute in there a hundred people at once. So these I are, mean when you when you play Battlefield, there's not that many people there. This is a hundred people all together. So w- typically how long do you last before you've you know, Oh my god. I just started playing it. So you get most of the time you get killed right away. Okay. But you have to sneak around and if you shoot, you're gonna give away your position and then people are gonna go run. Well, it's very, yeah, very similar to every other game. And when they kill you, I'll kill you. When they kill you, they can take your loot. Oh, yep. So, so, a lot, so, so where have you been? R- roughly, let's say there's a hundred people. Are you middle of the pack usually? Can you, are you that good, or are you still like? I'm an average player, but I did manage to get to number five. Wow. Yeah, but a lot of that's just dumb luck. Now, what's the time frame? How long would it take you to? Get, is, is is this a timed? It is. It how is. Much, how I, much time? I, I think it's a half hour. Okay. I, so how long did it take you to become number? To well, that that is, that's not average though. That's just dumb luck. But but it's cool. You got to get into it. So you're in there. You, you uh, and the guys that are really good, they know the map. They know where the drops are, where the really good weapons are. Mm-hmm. They know when to parachute out. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you can leave at any time. You're in the plane. Yeah. They pick you up, and then you fly you over the island. Okay. And then you can drop whenever you want to drop. Okay. And then you obviously float down, and you can guide yourself down to where you want to you know, kind of like when you're in battlefield same thing you die and and you yeah you yeah similar and... but but this is you actually see yourself like in battlefield it's just a little icon this you yeah. actually see yourself in third person parachuting down okay. and you can guide yourself down then you got to get out and you got to run and you got to find the weapons you got to find a car preferably get in a car and then drive because you got to keep driving to the middle of the map to get away from that energy circle that's Okay. constricting you what was the name tell, tell us the name again they call it PUBG. it's uh players unknown is in its battleground now what what are, what are we looking for cost on this 29 dollars oh that's pretty yes good you, you got to download it it's right now it's on xbox it was a big pc game okay but now they released it for xbox yeah uh prior i was telling you i was having trouble with the old xbox so i had to actually bend over I told you I don't like to move more than six inches at any given time. Well, if I'm going to bend over for the Xbox, that's about a good three-foot drop for me. And it turned out that the HDMI was just not plugged into the... I I also have the Fire Stick, Amazon Fire Stick. And um, I had somehow changed, the, changed them around, made it backwards. But now life is good again. But this game, you got to get it. And you, you kids out there, if you don't already have it, get it. It's cool because you can get into teams, four-man teams. So I was in a team last night of a couple of my buddies, and it's hilarious. My one buddy was drunk beyond comprehension. Ouch. And you hop in the car, and I was surprised he didn't get a D-dub just driving this video car. But And I was driving it, and he's following the map, and you're like, go turn here. This next thing I know, I'm driving. I fall in the ocean. <laughs> We're all like, God damn it. And it's, I mean, a strategy, huge strategy. Oh, yeah. 
There always isn't that. You know, they can hear your car going. Right. But at the same time, you can get away and you can run people over. Right. Pretty good graphics on it. I'm imagining everything has good graphics now. The graphics are decent. It's 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 not a it's it's still rough around the edges. They right. just released it, so it it says when you uh, sign in there, it says this game is is new and things are going to change and might be different. So the graphics are not probably what you're used to in a polished game. Okay, but that part of it that gives it the character that's real rough and it's no frills. There's no you know music and special effects. It's just you running around real time. You got to find weapons and you got to go. So what, um, when you said you were down to the la- the final five, was that you and your bros or was it, no, that was. That was one I did by myself. Okay. All right. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Do you have kind of a plan? Who would you take of that group? Who would have been the first? It didn't team? get that far. <laughs> you didn't have to make those well, decisions? Well, the truth of the matter is, I mean, most of the time you're going to get killed right away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I mean, what you can, it's total strategy. Like, do you drop right in the middle and just go for it? Now, how does or that, how or does, do you or do you go on the fringes and then kind of just creep around until? How does the map size compare to like a map on Battlefield? Is it bigger? Is it about that same area? Do you think, or it's got to be larger than that if there's going to be a hundred of you on there? Yeah, I have I have a real bad trying to conceptualize the size, but I'd say it's it's a big map, but it's not huge. Okay, and that doesn't describe it very well. I'm sorry, but you just got to play it. Okay. And then after a while, you start figuring out where you are. Because when you right. first played, you're like, no, I I'm just trying to get a feel how big the plane is. It's a bigger map. Yeah. It is. Okay. But I guess it's not gigantic, but it's it's big. I mean, it takes you a while, if you're on foot, to get somewhere. Okay. That's why you want to get a car. So give us a rating on this bad boy. We've You've talked us through it. We kind of understand it. Sounds fun. For value, it sounds like it's probably a five. Yeah. I'm going to say 4.5. 4.5? It's very good. There's some glitchiness to it. It's a new game. It's not polished. I'm not a big fan of the shooting mechanisms of it. What kind you, of guns are you using? They have uh, M16s, okay. uh, AKs, okay. every gun that you've heard of. And knives too, I bet. Um, handguns. I have not seen any knives if they have them. Grenades? I've seen grenades. Okay. Um, there's things like uh, sense of humor, like frying pan. You hit somebody over the head? Yeah, or you can, or when you carry it, it's it's like uh, improvised body armor. Oh, okay. So there's a sense of humor to it too, you know. Right. Yeah, but it's it's a lot of fun to play, especially when you're in a group. I had way more fun in a group. It's stressful too. Is it? Does yeah, it, you have one life. That's it. And then you're done. Then you're done. Well, do you get to enter back again, or what happens? The game's over for you. You're done, so you might have to wait another half hour before there's probably another group paint. Play. You'll just no. The beauty is you just go back in the lobby and grab another game. Mm-hmm. You don't have, you don't have to wait for the, okay. the game. Yeah. So well, sometimes it, in Battlefield you have to wait till it garners enough people. Yeah, know? it's it's so popular now that it's not taking much okay. time at all. Okay. I mean, there's there's the you know whatever five minutes that. There's always that time though where it's right. got to gather the people, right? But it's nothing like you're not waiting there for hours. Right. Well, that's a wonderful review on the latest and greatest uh, video game by Dags. Now we should talk about uh, 2017 and some of the movies we've talked about. Some of them. Let's find out now which ones were rated the top ten, which ones were rated the worst ten. Do you have any? Give us. Give us. What do you want to hear first, the worst 10 of the year for 2017, or do you want to hear the best? The worst. I'm going to say Suicide Squad's on there. For the worst? Yes. Okay. I'm going to start off with the number 10, work my way up to number one. 
Um, if you would have said Suicide Squad, you would have been correct. That's not one of them for the worst movies. Some of these movies I know very well and have seen them. Some of them I, I don't. I'm just going to give you the title. So coming at number 10, tell me if you know any of these. For 2017, Rings, worst movie of the year, according to pop culture. Rings? Yes. Are you familiar with that one? Negative Ghost Rider. Okay. Um, this one I did see coming at number nine was Snowman. That came in as the ninth worst movie of 2017. I saw that. I would somewhat agree with that. Uh, Snatched, I did not see. Jump in here if you know. Not to be confused with. Well, Snatched was, was with, uh, what's her name? Yeah, the comedian. Amy Schumer. Yes, and, Amy Schumer and Goldie Hawn. Yep. Yeah. But um, Snatch is one of my favorite movies. Huh? Powerful movie, Snatch. Okay. Guy, um, Guy Ritchie film. And then here's a movie that didn't do so well for our friend, uh, not Ben Affleck, who's his close personal friend, who, who Jimmy Kimmel always can't get on all the time. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. And sorry we ran out of time for Matt Damon. Uh, Great Wall came in as the um, sixth worst, six, seven, eight, nine, sorry, seventh worst movie of the year. Um, geez, my reading, my writing is so bad. Oh, did you see uh, Chips came in uh, as one of the worst movies? How can you, movie. how can you ruin such an iconic TV show? Well, I don't know, but it came in as the fifth worst movie. Eric Estrada? Yeah. Yeah. It I came mean, in as a fifth. You know, when it, I'm driving down the road in my powerful buggy, I always see chips accidents waiting to happen. Does it ever happen to you? What's that? You see what? Chips accidents waiting to happen. Like you're driving down the road and, and there's, there's a loose. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, this is a chips episode right yeah, now. Like or, the or, logs are shifting back and forth. Yeah. Or, or I'm driving and all of a sudden the sun gets in the truck driver's eyes. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That actually happened to me once. I was uh, in Scandia. It was probably about 7.30. I don't remember the time was. I was coming uphill and the sun... Was now, in, now, tell the kids in Australia where Scandia is. Scandia is a suburb of this great metro of Minneapolis-St. Paul. And I was driving up a hill, and I hit that sun. I was blinded. I, had to, I have never done this before. I had to actually pull over. And then the people behind me are just zooming up the hill, and I'm like, how is this not bothering them? But I was actually blinded to the point where I had to pull over. Never happened before. So Chips doesn't fare well in the worst movie. It's in the worst movies. Did you sing Blinded by the Light? Should have. But I guess you could be blinded by Baywatch on the worst films for 2017. Once again. How do you screw that one up, huh? Oh, my God. Just put some girls in some bathing suits. You know, men are on all over this. I'm not a fan of The Rock. Now, The Rock, like I said, on paper mm -hmm. should be a good. I thought you could say rock, paper, scissor. Yes. Yeah. Um, he sh on paper, it should be good. You know, big, huge dude. Yeah, he good is looking good. Dude. I, I, do, I like Dwayne. No, I don't like him. He's too nice and he smiles too much. For a powerful action star, there's got to be an edge, and he doesn't have an edge to me. Yeah. One of my favorite movies with him was the remake of um, Walking Tall. Walking Tall. Great, great movie. Buford Pusser. Yeah. Anyway, he bombs in Baywatch, and, you know, of course, there's talk about him and Tom Hanks. Uh, joining forces and running for president of the United States of America. That's been rearing itself. I've heard that come out this Oh, week. that's a powerful duo, isn't it? Yeah. So Tom Hanks needs to go back to making 80s comedies. I mean, yeah. Because like I said, he got all old and grizzled and he makes all the old man movies. Make the comedies. People want the comedies. I'll tell you, I'm a huge Tom Hanks fan. 
of his movies, not of his political viewpoints. Well, here's the deal with the, the politics. You know, I try to rise above that because no matter what side you're on, you're no one's going to convince you either way. And they literally, it's like, do you remember that hearing about that dress? Some people saw it one color, some people saw yes, it the other color. Yes. That's exactly what it is. You can watch an interview, you can watch, listen to a topic, and they, you will have two people and they'll see or hear two different things. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, you have died in the wool Democrats. They they literally, like their brain and their retina and they form an image and it's completely different than what you see. And then you go on and they just have two people arguing at each other and nothing gets done. There's there's never going to say, well, this happened. Well, that's a really good point. I didn't know that. That'll never happen. Do you think they do you think they'd ever admit it? It could, but they probably wouldn't admit that to you. So you don't know that with 100% certainty. Well, I know. Well, the, the bottom line is they're not going to admit it, so nothing's going to change. That's a very good point. I never thought of that. God bless you. <laughs> so so that being said about uh musicians and actors like whatever their politics are. Yeah. Like I don't I, I love those power. He's Dags is pointing you're using your your Italian side of yourself. You're using the circle. Very gestural. Yeah. Speaking of which, though, Tom Hanks, like I said, I'm a huge fan of him. I thought he did a great job in um, Sully, but I saw him in the circle. Sully, you funny guy. I kill you last. Um, I saw him in the circle. I thought he was horrendous. I'm like He wasn't a jerk, was he? No, he was. it was just, it was a very short, they didn't even, they didn't need, it wasn't a big enough part to bring him in. That was Circle Jerk, by the way. All right, go yeah. ahead. All right, so um, Baywatch doesn't do so well for 2017, so Let, probably... Let's probably go nice. back to Tom Hanks. What is your favorite 80s Tom Hanks movie? 80s? 80s. Or in general? No, I said 80s because I run this show. Okay, and now I got to think. Now, remember to me, 80s is 1975 to 1995, so... I'm pretty sure he didn't make movies in the 70s, Tom Hanks. Oh, boy. My memory... Bachelor Party, Joel versus the Volcano, Dragnet. Oh, wow. The Burbs. Look at you just roll these off your yes. tongue. You tell... You so, tell obviously, us. you're not a big fan. I'm a fan of his newer stuff, put it that way. Forrest Gump. Um, and that was an 80s movie. <laughs> I was going to do a really bad Forrest Gump. <laughs> Forrest, Forrest Gump. <laughs> life is like a box... Like my mom always said, life is like a box of chocolates. The Burbs. Shrimp karaoke, shri- uh, yeah. forget it, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, Baywatch and Chips, both not faring well 2017. Dark Tower uh, coming in as the fourth worst movie for 2017. Fifty Shades Darker is the third worst movie. As Casey Kasem counting down off to our final two. We have uh, our final two worst movies for 2017, Dags. Do you care to... Uh, Take a guess at what they might be. Just take a guess. I'm well. I'm trying to think. I'm Casey's Coast to Coast. All I can think is like Suicide Squad, and I give up. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Coming in at number two on the countdown today is Transformers. You should do a long distance dedication. And now Transformers, two thousand seventeen. The transform here. Give stop with the Transformers. Yeah, the first one was good. They they should have did it. Yeah, they should have done did it. You should have done did it. They done did it again. Transformers, but they keep they keep and they have to. Is Ted McGinley going to be in Transformers? He should be though. He really a call for Ted McGinley. Now, do you agree with these so far? I'm kind of building up for that number one. 
Sure. Hold on. I have the number one worst movie for 2017, but... Drum roll, please. No, not drum roll. I want you to tell the adoring fans how they can listen to us. Well, kids, the best way to listen is on iTunes or Stitcher. Go to iTunes, download, subscribe, leave a five-star review, write something, and that way it'll help us get the word out about this powerful podcast. Also, Stitcher Radio is an app you can download. It's available on all your Android devices. Stitcher Radio. Also, follow us. Instagram, Amish Baby Machine. See powerful photos. Twitter, at Amish B Machine. The ultimate unification of pop culture and comedy. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast. Billboard ranks him. Amish Baby Machine counts him down. Now the number one worst movie for 2017. The Emoji Movie. Doesn't even, it's drawing a blank. That was a cartoon. No, just a kid's stupid, yeah. 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 Um, should that even be part no, of the No, that's not even a movie. Yeah. Did you agree with uh, anything, Seam? Uh, yeah, but I, I pretty much think all the movies that came out weren't good. I think it'd be easier to find better movies. Well, a lot of people are, you know, that's, that's come up in commentary. Is Hollywood, the box office for 2017 had record losses and a lot of people are attributing the fact that a lot of the actors are becoming real political i think differently i think if you have a good movie people will come i think 2017 had some of the worst variety for movies ever i thought what what's all that's going on in the world all the strife and the politics that that would be a catalyst to get the artists inspired to make great movies i mean you look at the height of the cold war 84 every movie that came out did you ever i went over and went over this all the movies that came out in 1984 Mm -hmm. ghostbusters beverly hills cop revenge of the nerds it Mm -hmm. goes on and Mm -hmm. on and on so you think with everything going on you know uh north korea all the the drama with the president you think that would create some artistic experience some expression yeah. but it didn't you're getting so deep here i am i'm, I'm yeah. deep man and and what happens is all we're getting is rehashed talk about 80s just old 80s 60s comic books yeah. just cranking them out yeah. star well, I mean, wars it, it was a, it was a different time back then too i mean what are you talking about it was a different time my whole point is that there was all that drama in the world today like I understand. Back then, so you think that would get something going here? I understand but what you're saying. Just, it's it's all crap. But we also have other releases. We have Hulu, Netflix, Redbox, um, DVDs. We have YouTube. So let's talk about what's good on those then. Well, I, we can uh, talk about Game that, of the Thrones. But I am just simply HBO. Yeah, look at that. Game of Thrones is good. I mean, that has really compete competing with Hollywood like never before. And I'm glad it is because I think a lot of the Hollywood elites uh, get paid way too much money, and then these award programs give me a break. Well, it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, Hollywood's like this big corporation or the NFL, where it's it's just sitting on its laurels. It didn't really have to do anything, so now they have all this competition from Netflix and YouTube creators and correct powerful podcasts. I like that. Do, what do you, do you like that or not? The fact that they actually have to maybe... Well, maybe they should, yeah. Yeah. But I like... I still like going to a movie theater and watching it on the big screen. I agree. Because I, I, even, like, even if you have a 70-inch TV, you're not going to replicate the power, the sound system, mm-hmm. 
of a movie theater. No. So hopefully, I don't know, maybe could Netflix show the, what do you think about that? You would go to the movie theater and watch the Netflix movie. Um, I mean, the reason people buy Netflix is so they can stay home. And I speaking, I, I, yeah. I get all that. Speaking, yeah. But if you if it was a great show or HBO, could HBO send a digital copy to a movie theater and you could watch Game of Thrones in the movie theater? You know, that that might be something that the movie theaters may have to start because there was an article last week about that. What do the movie theaters have to do to drive business back to them? Because it was 2017 and 16. They haven't been good numbers, and that's probably not a bad idea. Game of Thrones, you, they do a lot of throwback stuff. They'll do some of that uh, vintage Halloween stuff around Halloween. Um, so you can come for five bucks. Oh, um, I love it. I saw, like... Uh, Apocalypse Now. Yeah, some of the, they I go saw by, 2001 Space Odyssey. And that's got to be pure profit for these movie theaters because they make like nothing on the movies when no, they first No, it's released. all it's all yeah. Yeah. So there was a conversation on another digital format talking about what do the movie theaters have to do to get people back into the seats and one of the um guests who I completely disagree with said they have to drop the the price of the popcorn. He felt like because the concessions were so much, people don't want to spend 12 bucks for a movie and then 30 bucks on popcorn and then go to the movie. I completely disagree. I don't need to spend 30 bucks on popcorn. I'm there specifically for the movie. You can't tell me concessions are preventing people from coming. To no, the movie. but well, look at it. Uh, if you brought a family, though, it'd be ridiculous. Yeah, but you can always plan ahead of time and sneak the bag of licorice in mom's purse and yeah, two but cans it, of Coke used, in your pop. It used pocket. to be you could go there. And things were more affordable. Well, is it was it or is it relative? You know, you can always go to Tuesdays, five dollars. And by the way, right now, have you heard about this movie pass that you can get for a hundred and twenty nine bucks? It's it's like Netflix, but the the it's ten bucks a month, and you can watch unlimited movies in the movie theater. And that's a heck. If you're a movie watcher, actually, you can get in a Costco right now for ninety bucks. That giant pretzel that I shared with my friend. <laughs> yes. What about it? <laughs> he loved it. Fourteen fifty for a pretzel. Yeah, but you guys split it. Yeah, fourteen fifty. What kind of? Let me ask you this though, Dags. It was an intimate moment. What kind of men order soft pretzels at a movie theater and well, sit next to each other? Yeah, we made it hard. Did you? Did you guys? Share the dips, dipping sauce too. Yes, you didn't double dip. You always double dip. You double dipped. But the movie pass, yes or yes or no? Can you see yourself purchasing that? It's like a Netflix membership. No. Why? Too selective. What do you mean? I don't want to see every movie. You don't have to see every movie. It's just a way to. It's a membership like Netflix. I get it. So if you go to one movie a month or thirty, it's the same price, ten bucks a month. Why would you why wouldn't you see the advantage to that? Ten dollars a month. Ten dollars a month. One movie a day. So if you see basic math, that'd be twelve movies per year. You'd have that thing paid for. Do you see twelve movies a year? No. Okay. Do you? I do. Yes. I, I'm I'm thinking about the bad part about it, I guess, is you have to actually download the app. And then when you get to the movie theater parking lot, is when you have to Actually, they give you like a Visa debit card and they will load it in the parking lot, but you have to 
get to the parking lot of the movie theater and do all the shenanigans. I don't like that. I don't get why like, do you have to do that? I don't. I think it doesn't they try, make any sense because it makes it a little more difficult and not as convenient. And that's there's always a little catch twenty two with everything. If you could do it on your couch at home, you know, while you're eating Cheetos and pick I the movie. I, I guess I'm confused. Why? What do you have to do? You buy this. You buy this membership. It's ten bucks a month. Okay, I'm paid. And, and I'm you, paid for the year. You pay if you pay for the year one hundred twenty. Okay, I'm paid. Now what? Okay, now you download an app. Correct. They'll send you a debit card in the mail. You'll put your debit card, kind of like your rewards card that they have at movie theaters. You'll put it in your wallet. You'll drive to the movie theater. Let's say you want to see Star Wars. You'll get in the parking lot of the movie theater, go to the app, say I want to see the 710 Star Wars showing, and one person, boom, they load your debit card at that time uh, for the co- whatever the cost of the movie is. You take your debit card in. They say $10, please. You give them the debit card. The money's taken off the debit card. You get into the movie theater. What are they getting out of that? I'm confused. What's who getting out of it? Why are they doing it like that? Why couldn't it just be all on your phone? You just scan your QR code. I think the reason they do it is to make it a slightly inconvenient so that when you sign up, you might not read the bottom line. So if it's kind of slightly convenient. See, the beauty with Netflix, Planet Fitness, and this movie pass is it's a little bit of money that if you forget about it, like Planet Fitness... You probably aren't going to cancel because you'll say, "Oh my God, yeah, gym memberships." It's, it's if there's a pie graph, it's got to be massive. Pie? Pe- Somebody say pie. Yeah, ex- exactly. Oh man, pie. Yeah, go ahead. It's got to be a massive amount of people that just keep that. Every- I was one of them. Yeah, I, well, I, most people are. I, I, yeah, but I'm like, ah, ten bucks a month. I'll start next month. Ten bucks a month. I'll start next month. And you know, if Planet Fitness has like free pizza Mondays, why would you not go at least on Monday and get the pizza? Planet Fitness, you can't really work out there. Oh, absolutely. It's no, they, a beautiful facility. No, I've, I've never been there, but I've seen all the, the lunk things, and you can't you can't flex and deadlift and throw, no, throw weights it's around. it's not that type of a facility. It's, so it's not a gym. Well, it's a workout facility. Yeah, clip, that, you're not working out. Okay. Well, your little 24-hour, 7, always gym, isn't the, you don't have deadlifting and, and squatting there. They can't because you're by yourself, and there'd be a liability issue. No, they got everything there. So you can start deadlifting and squat. Sure. Okay. Yeah. In your retail strip mall place. Whatever. I mean, those gyms, the 24-hour ones, are not as pimped out as the other ones. Yeah. Well, Not and, like back in the day when we were throwing that iron around. No, uh, throwing quite a bit of it. We were. I had a tw- I was part of the 1,200-pound club. You know, I didn't. That didn't mean I weighed that much. <clears throat> I've been watching a lot of strongman con- contests on the YouTubes. Okay. Have you watched any of those recently? No. Do you remember them back in the day? When they would lift that stuff over their heads? Yeah, they have like the the Atlas stone. They have the different round stones they have to put up. That's really cool. What was the one where, was it Battle of the Network Star? But they'd, it was on ABC and they'd like take two batteries and then you'd have to hold them, extend them straight out and who could ever hold them out the longest? And it'd be these big guys in those wrestling suits, you know, like Kenny Patera or something like that. And they, and then, and then, uh, whoever could go the longest and you drop them down oh my gosh my arms and they do the next task would be like grab a tractor tire or something yeah that that's the strong man is that is that the same thing you've been watching sure okay you know see and now because you're watching that you're not going to movies therefore hollywood is suffering yes well maybe if they put out a product that i would enjoy you haven't enjoyed star wars you saw it no should we see where that falls on 2017 sure okay so we had the the worst 10 movies for 2017 so that leads us to have to talk about the top 10 best movies 
of 2017. What I'd like to do, though, this comes from the website Pop Culture. I'd like to actually assemble the Amish Baby Machine top 10 because who's to say that we believe? Well, I don't even know why you're going to these other websites. The only website you need to go to is Well, on- I just like to see what the general population is thinking, you know. Usually, it's right in stride with the way I think. So, top 10. Are you ready? No, I'm doing this as Karnak. I'm I just ready. saw an episode of Karnak. Johnny Carson, God rest his soul. Ed McMahon, is there any guy funnier just laughing than Ed McMahon? That's all the guy would do. Kind of like you said, remember last time we said, you said you're getting old and fat, so you don't even laugh anymore. You just go, Hurr! you make noises and stuff. Huh? How about Ed McMahon, when Johnny Carson is doing, they kind of do that fake laugh, kind of like on the Carol Burnett show, when uh, they thought, did you really think on Carol Burnett that they were cracking up, or was that kind of more of a show than uh, what was what you might have thought? Do you know you know what I mean? The truth is always in the middle. It's probably a little bit of both. Okay. But, but uh, Ed Lyle McMahon, Wagner, what a handsome man, wasn't he? A handsome fellow, yes. Um. Anyway, we've, we're uh, talking top 10 movies for 2017. We'll start at number 10, work our way up to number one. It's one of your movies. I'm sure you saw it because you're into the comic book stuff. But number 10 is Wonder Woman. The best. 10 best. 10 best. Do you, do you want to guess? Guess. Give me what your thoughts kind of reflect. I'll give you a moment. I don't know because it's kind of hard just to pull them out of the air. But just go ahead. I was going to use the uh, theme music. And who wrote that theme? From Jeopardy. Oh, you heard about the Gangster's Paradise when the guy said Gangster Paradise and they didn't give it to him because it's Gangsta Paradise? I did not. Yeah. I did not know that. So Alex Trebek. What? Bitch slapped him. Said it's not Gangster Paradise. It's Gangsta. He also got in trouble too, Alex Trebek. Hashtag Me Too thing. You know, everybody. Well, maybe he shouldn't have shaved his mustache. Well, you can't say anything anymore. I mean, if you say hi to a woman, oh my gosh, he assaulted me. He shaved his mustache. Is that what it is? That's it right there. He's not dashing. He doesn't have dashing. It's a powerful. It's like Samsung. What is when you shave your mustache? Oh, yes. You lose your hair. I mean, that's like I'm never going to shave my back hair ever. That's a good idea. You know, it's so long and flowing right now, too. Um, Top 10 movies. Uh, Number 10, I came in at Wonder Woman number. Nine. Here's the deal with Wonder Woman, though. They made her look like Xena Warrior Princess. People loved her. People loved it. No. Yes, they did. Listen. Listen. Red, white, and blue. America. Yeah. America. America. Vivid primary colors. I don't like muted colors. I don't like sepia tones. I don't like Instagram filters. I want rich primary colors. Red, white, and sepia tone. Yes. That word. I'm going to use that word. Linda Carter, that's Wonder Woman. I love Linda Carter. I mean, when she did that. As a young kid, everybody. The Farrah Fawcett poster, when she's in her bathing suit. We all know it. We've all seen it. Matter of fact, I was at a retro store. They had one for sale. Should have bought it. You know the, you know the Farrah Fawcett poster. Everybody knows Farrah Fawcett. Yes. And Linda Carter. I mean, it didn't get much better than that. You know? Heather Thomas. Oh, good point. From, she's on The Fall Guy. The Fall Guy. What a great show. Because I'm the unknown stuntman <laughs> that Redford gets. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, okay. I did like Fall Guy. Hardcastle and McCormick. Okay, so coming at number uh, eight is uh, the, the number 10 was Wonder Woman. Number nine was Star Wars. Does that shock you? A top 10, it would come in at number nine, Star Wars. 
Which Star Wars movie? The, the, what do you mean, which Star Wars? Star Wars Jedi Knights or whatever. The one that just came out for guys. Which Star Wars? Jedi Knights. <laughs> I mean, what? What, what, do you, what do you... The Last Jedi. I mean, what do you think they're going to go Baywatch back? Knights. Yeah, Baywatch Knights. Does that shock you? Coming no, in it does no. not. All right. You saw it. I didn't. You didn't think it was better than that in a list of 10? No. Okay. All right. Um, number eight was Disaster Artist. Did not see it. Don't know much about it. Here's a movie I did see coming at number seven was Planet of the Apes. I thought that was an awesome movie. CGI to the max. That They did a really good job with that. Did you? Woody, you, Woody Guthrie. Did you see that or not? Planet of the Apes. You know, I didn't. I wish I would have. Oh, it was a great movie. Get it off the red box if you can. Um, here's a movie I did not see, nor do I care to see, but it's coming in at number six. Shape of Water. Uh, that was uh, a movie where there was kind of that alien that was kept in a tank of water, I believe. And this woman fell in love with it, is what the premise of it was. To me, it looked absolutely horrible. We should keep you in a tank of water. How about a tank of Diet Coke? Yes, just like you just be like a big beluga whale in a tank of Diet Coke. <laughs> a tank of Diet Coke. The little, the little, I'll do your voice. <laughs> the little kids could tap on the on the glass, and then you'd ram into it, crack it, and they get all frightened. Can we throw ice cream in there too? That'd oh my cool. god! <laughs> uh, Shape of Water that came in at number six. Coming at number five was The Big Stick. I do not know that one. Uh, this is one you probably know. Coming at number four was Logan. Do you remember that one? Did you see Logan? I did not see Logan. You know, I thought I saw a lot of movies, and I'm looking at this top 10. Actually, the top 10 and the worst uh, movies for 2017, I have not seen a lot of them, and I see a lot of movies. Have you seen Logan's Run, speaking of Farrah Fawcett? Oh, yeah, that's retro. Do you remember that, actually? Absolutely. Runner! Yep. That's when they tried to kill all the people that got old, right? Yeah, I think it was about 33 years old, 30 mm-hmm. 30 mm-hmm. years old. Um, Powerful movie. Coming at number three for 2017, best movie, Lady Bird. And I don't think it's Lady Bird Johnson. It is not. It is not. But there was an LBJ that came out. I'd like to see that one. Um, number two, I did see. I Who did doesn't see, like LBJs? I, <laughs> um, I did see number two and I see number one. But before I do, Billboard ranks him. Amish Baby Machine counts him down. Now, before we go to the number two. Favorite movie of the year. The millennials don't know who Casey Casey is. How do you is. not know who Casey Casey is? They always play him. You can hear him back on the radio. They always do the retro broadcasts of him. I heard him as we went down. That's why I'm. This is kind of my tribute today to Casey Kasem. We should play if we had the ability where he yells at everybody. Who's the dude that did it back in the 80s? Who did what? The count uh, top Casey 40. Casey Kasem did it. No, after him. Well, I know Ryan Seacrest does it now. Yeah, but before he did like Hollywood Squares, wasn't he on one of the Hollywood Squares? Like Shadow Stevens, <laughs> the Shadow Stevens, isn't Was it? it? I, I I do not know. I do not know that one. This is my tribute today to Casey Kasem for some reason. I just feel Casey Kasem-ish. But before I get to the 2017 top two movies, you know how they have cataracts? Yeah, your you, the lens clouds yep, up. Yep. When they you know and they can actually replace that, and then the people just see vividly crystal clear right wouldn't it be cool if they could do that to your brain <laughs> i mean what would that be like oh man if they were to open that yes brain up. and just scrape it <laughs> and just scrape the goo yeah. out of there oh <laughs> oh what kind of goo and sugars and crystals would be up there oh my goodness uh but before i tell people the top two movies for 2017 how can they hear us tell us about it like we just talked about earlier yes sir on cue. You want me to redo it? I want you to do it again. 
iTunes. Go to iTunes, download, subscribe, and Stitcher Radio. I mean, you have to do something. You're standing here with that mic. I'm, li- I'm listening to your powerful. Okay, good. Uh, we're not doing a very good job reviewing these. Uh, coming in at number two is my Casey Kasem voice. Now, I just can't stop it now. Coming in at number two. I can stop it. I can kill the microphone. Dunkirk, a movie I did see. You talk about a movie where you're talking about the theatrical experience by actually going to the movie theater. Um, the Germans were known for their Blitzkriegs, where they would come at you. Blitzkrieg? Blitzkriegs, where they would come at you with the... Butch Craig? They would come at you with their airplanes. And it had that whining noise, kind of like when a uh, um, suicide bomber from the Japanese would try to hit one of the um, ships in the ocean. The kamikaze. Thank you. It has that screeching. When it was at, when I was at Dunkirk, absolutely this loudest screech of the German. I mean, it was unbelievable. And that you talk about the theater experience. You wouldn't get that if you watch that movie off the Red Box. You know, um, I saw Dunkirk. Speaking of uh, frightening sounds, why are car horns not more masculine? Have you heard car, car horns lately? Mm-hmm. They're very non-threatening. I want more threatening car horns. Well, we horns. can't scare people where they're going to get well, scared. I want to. Well, well, maybe, well, I should, maybe I should put the sirens on there. Well, you should be an inventor of a car horn. What would you Yeah, would have you a have? Measure Schmidt that car would be horn. Cool. Or, or, like, or like a machine gun. Oh, just strafe. Yeah, we could probably do that. I just want to strafe like the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Loud too, loud and proud, right? But have you noticed that though? The car horns are not powerful anymore. Well, I I don't think you want to. You it's, know, no, it's you. It's a horn. Yeah. You want to get someone's attention? Someone cuts you off. What do you want? Yeah, that reminds me. Of, well, you know what you're supposed to do if you want to capture somebody's attention. You must whisper. You don't need to be loud like that. So, um, I want powerful car horns. Well, let's get on it. We'll we'll get a couple of samples, and the Amish followers will determine what they feel is the best one. I did see Dunkirk, um, which is really cool because I also saw Darkest Hour. And when I saw Dunkirk, Darkest Hour is about Dunkirk, and it leads you up to Dunkirk. Dunkirk is what happens at Dunkirk. Darkest Hour is everything that leads up to Dunkirk. So it's kind of a cool way to piece those two movies together however they were never meant to be pieced together the two separate movies i saw dunkirk i didn't think it was that good it was kind of a slow burn though but it was a history lesson something i did not know i would encourage everybody to go watch that that's a powerful trip have have you ever thought of going to normandy yeah i would love to um it would be pretty surreal to walk oh my god now Dunkirk wasn't Normandy, of course. No, I know, but I'm just okay. saying that whole. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about where D Day yeah. was launched. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Omaha yeah. Beach and all that stuff. Yes. Yeah, no, I think that would be really cool. Really cool. That opening scene from Saving Private Ryan when they're in that cemetery and how surreal that is. And when that movie was done, the movie was absolutely dead silent. Have you ever. You, movies aren't normally like that. There's chatter and laughing. People were. And you could hear people kind of crying in the seats. I'll never forget the, how touching that was, Saving Private Ryan. And now the number one movie. Do we get a drum roll or not? For 2007, the number one movie for 2017. Billboard ranks him. AT40 counts him down. Get out. Number one. That's the number one. Now, is this box office or what is this? This is. Why do you got to ask questions? You just do what you're told and understand. These are the way we rank them, okay? Get out was the number one movie. Yeah, I say get out to you. No, actually, get out, leave. I saw the movie Get Out. I thought it had gratuitous violence. I thought it was silly. 
And to get that much rave and 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 review, I thought I, I don't agree. I, to me, that is not, of all the movies, King Kong could be up there. Phenomenal movie. Um, I saw Friend Request. Phenomenal movie. I even think um, Happy Death Day way better than Get Out. Way better. So I think Get Out had a good hype machine behind it. Definitely, you know, social media. Mm-hmm. That's part of it, you know. Oh, gee, that's a good movie. Oh, yeah, I heard it's a good movie. It's a good mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. I'm, I'm not like that, though. I don't follow the path. No, I know, but I'm just saying. But to me, a, a good uh, barometer of a good movie to me is if I don't think about going to work the next day. Do you, does that ever happen to you? This The movie, you're totally immersed in it in the whole time. You don't start zoning out and checking your phone. and mm-hmm. or, or another way, too, is um, I saw Darkest Hour. I was just telling that. A friend of mine who was with me, he said, I didn't want it to end. That's a good movie. Did you share any uh, treats together? We didn't have pretzels, soft pretzels like you did, and double dipping and all that stuff. Yes. He has. Now, when you go out to the movie house, that's what my dad and mom used to call it, the movie house. What do they call it now? The theater, the high school musical theater. When you go to the theater, if you're going with a buddy and you're sharing your little pretzel, do you put a seat in between the two of you? Or do you guys, are you guys next to each other? Cozy. We share it. You share the seats. Yes. <laughs> Do they still have those love seats? You oh yeah, that? and they're now the big thing too is to, they warm them. They warm the seats up. So that's supposed to draw people in to get these cozy, warm seats. I hated it. I was like too hot, you know, and popcorn was all over me and butter, and it's just like I was melting. And so you think they should have like urinal shields in between? The that'd seats? be awesome. That would be awesome. And and if you're gonna build the perfect theater, why not put the fountain pop machine right in front of you? Because we all know that before the movie's even started, my popcorn and pop is gone. I'm just like, oh, you know. Are you afraid to get up and interrupt people? Yeah, no, I don't care about that. I don't want to miss the movie, you know. Who wants to leave? Excuse me, excuse me. Pardon me, sorry. Excuse me. Now, if you do that, I got a question for you. You're going. You're at a movie theater, you're at a football game, and you're sitting, let's say, about midway uh, in the aisle, and then you have to go out to go to the bathroom or get some concessions. Do you... Face your butt toward them or your front private parts toward them as you leave? What do you do? Do you know what I'm I'm asking you? I believe I'm sideways. Sideways? You can't fit through. Nobody can fit sideways. Well, I'm not. Do you expose your buns or do you expose your... I'm sideways. No, you're not. Those aisles are way too narrow. for. You're not sideways. I'm sideways. No. So you're trying to say you're actually walking as if you're walking down a hallway. So it's not butts or nuts for you. It's it's what it's got to be one or the other. Next time I do it, I'll I'll have to. I think want a complete about report. It. Yes, complete. it depends. Sometimes I'm in a butt mood. Sometimes I'm I'm in the nut mood. It depends. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't I don't find that surprising. Buddy nutty. So think about that next time you're in the movie theater or a football game. Which way do you exit to go get your concessions, butts or nuts? So anyway, I just gave you the top ten worst, top ten best. I can do a quick, uh, do you want me to talk movies more? Or do you want to add something here? Because I did see Darkest Hour. I could talk. Yeah, we'll about talk that. about that. This is a powerful movie episode. Yes. Your top best and worst movie right now. For 2017? Correct. Uh, Either one. Just pick the worst or the best. Oh, I'd say Get Out was one of my worst, to be honest with you. That's, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw it bored. Um, this is, oh boy. Um, best I King Kong. I, I loved it. I loved King Kong. There's a non-thinking man's movie. You just go. You said, "What's a good movie?" You don't have to think. You just see this popcorn big beast. movie. Yeah, King Kong was phenomenal. I loved it. You know, 
Um, probably, you know, I take that back. Get Out probably wasn't the worst. The Circle with Tom Hanks was horrendous. So Circle and Worst, King Kong, Best. How about for you? Give me your best and worst, 2017. Wow. I'd have to think. Nothing's really popping out right now, best and worst. Would Star Wars be the worst? You no, have, no, you, okay. no, it wasn't that bad. Okay, you, you haven't had fond memories of Star Wars, but... Okay, well, that leads me to, since we're talking movies, unless you want to add something else, I can talk about Darkest Hour. Story of Winston Churchill and when he becomes Prime Minister of England and the, the struggles and the battles that he faced. Very, very typical to what Trump is going through. They didn't want him as the Prime Minister. They were kind of forced. It was a kind of a Also, uh, they didn't sleep much. Both of them only sleep a couple of hours a night. Really? Yes. True story. Okay. He did mention that in the movie because uh, the king wanted to meet him around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And he says no to the king. The king's like, why not? I take a nap then. He's like, is that normal for a guy to take a nap at 4? He says, when you're up as late as I am, it is. So he made kind of a mention of that fact. Um, but they didn't want Winston Churchill. Uh, they worked behind his back, as they do for Trump. And um, when you see the movie, what I like about it, it was a his, true histor- historical event. And basically, they um, broke down for you how he became elected, which he was basically appointed, not elected. And the things that he had to go through, not only did he have to fight his own party, but he had to fight Germany as well. Very, very interesting uh, historical movie. Darkest Hour. I would suggest going to it if you like that type of thing. Who doesn't like history? I love it. That's why we always go on our different uh, uh, little trips. So, kind of wrapping up the movie stuff. Anything, uh, Dags, you would like to add um, for our 2007, 2018? No, I was unimpressed with the movies. All of them for 2017? Yes. The ones I mentioned? Nothing really. Okay. To me, I've reached a point where I need. I don't. I used to see every movie that comes out. Now it's got to you know interest me somehow, and there's mm-hmm. nothing that I really like. Oh, I gotta go see that. Well, I mean, it's a commitment. I mean, by the time you drive there, leave there, get your popcorn. You're there 15 minutes ahead of time. Sit through the previews. It's a three hour deal. You know, I mean, and even if it's an hour twenty, the movie, and I always look at that. You're there for three hours regardless. So you have to be able to, to dedicate that amount of time. We are rocking into 2018. Yeah, baby. 2017 is gone. Yeah. We've like, actually reached a point now where the years sound like cool sci-fi movies. Yeah, 2018. <laughs> yeah. I, Johnny I, Rage, 2018. 2018. Completely cybernetic organism. Yeah. Just that, those, are the, those are the dates that you'd see when you ever did an old history paper. What will it be like in the year 2020? And they'd show like flying uh, cars and stuff. How disappointed would those kids be? When they saw that, really nothing's much different than what it was in the 1950s. Oh, what are you talking about? A ton of different stuff. Well, other than the smartphone, what's really all that different? The cars yeah. are cars. They're more economical. They're safer. Big deal. What else do we have? You know, when you used to see, you know, you, you, I actually saw on Facebook once, they, they asked this class of like 1925, well, what's the year 2000 going to be like? And all this really cool stuff, which I thought was fairly cool for somebody from 1920 to even think about. But um, what really is that much different? Yeah, we don't have a horse and buggy. We have vehicles. We have the smartphone. Communication is probably the biggest thing. Yes, Alexa. Telecommunication. Mm -hmm. Powerful song by Flock of Seagulls. Telecommunication. Telecon. Johnny Rage, did you have one more story you want to get in before? Well, I just want to say, um, I I brought up earlier, so I have to mention this fact. I was kind of promoting what we're going to talk about. And I said, hey, what is Donald 
what's his favorite drink? And what what's his favorite drink, Ed? What would you think Donald Trump? Is this fake news? Because I will not report on fake news. This is real news. Real news. Diet Coke. Diet Coke, you nailed it. He drinks allegedly 12 per day Diet Cokes. How many a day do you enjoy? Well, I've really tried to cut back because of that. We've talked about this aspartame. I'm probably two, maybe. Not cans, 20 ounces. 40 ounces. Shooting through my veins. Diet Coke. Coca Cola. You can't tell me that doesn't have an effect on my innards of this body. Well, look at, look at your outer. It's, it's definitely not affecting that. <laughs> Johnny Rage. Yes. Did you have a good time today, no, I never Johnny got, Rage? I, I, never what did my, you, I never got my tea. I wanted my tea. What tea? The tea. It's like Mariah Carey. Mr. Where's my T. tea? I want my tea. Mr. T. Yes. Green tea. Ish. Johnny Rage. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to this powerful episode. We're rocking into 2018. We're ready. We're going to be bigger and better. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is available on iTunes and on the Stitcher radio app available for iPhone, iPad, Android, and Kindle Fire. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish Baby Machine and visit our webpage www.amishbabymachine.com Thank you for listening. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production, all rights reserved. <laughs>